Welcome to the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I'm your host, Brooklyn, and I'm sharing how unconscious reprogramming helped me eliminate my own misophonia after more than 20 years of suffering. I'm also sharing how I support my clients using the same tools and modalities to help them lessen trigger sounds, alleviate the suffering they experience from misophonia, and create more joy in their lives. My degree in communication, coupled with my training and certification in working with the unconscious mind, creates a coaching environment with a unique approach to get you results. So with that being said, let's dive into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast, and this episode is probably going to be one of the most, if not the most, vulnerable episode that I've recorded so far. I am going to be sharing some of the challenges that I've been navigating over the last few months, and I'm looking forward to just really being vulnerable and sharing this experience and how the lessons that I've learned over the years and the intentional work that I've done in working with the unconscious mind has really helped me navigate this time in my life in a way that I wouldn't have been equipped to deal with it before. So full disclosure, this episode is going to contain some explicit language. There will be some F-bombs and things like that. So if you are someone who has kids listening or if you're if you're not wanting to be exposed to that language, just know that this is one of the few episodes where I am not filtering myself. I typically do a really good job of filtering myself in other episodes, but I want this one to be not that the other episodes aren't authentic. They are. I just catch myself um because typically in my everyday life I do use a lot of language. I just like to spice things up, but I I want the podcast to be able to be a resource for many, and so I do edit myself. But because I'm sharing something really vulnerable, I want I don't want to have to think about editing myself in the progress in the process. So full disclosure, there will be some some episode in this or some language in this episode. And with that being said, let's dive into it. All right, so 2024, I am very much looking forward to this year. And 2023 ended in a way that I wasn't expecting. And I know that a lot of people who go through something really difficult or go through something unexpected or challenging, they often wait until they've completely defeated or conquered that challenge before they share. And I think it's so valuable to hear about the struggles that people go through, to hear about the obstacles and the challenges that they face and defeat And also, I think that there's something really valuable in sitting with someone in their vulnerability and actually seeing them as they navigate through it, like seeing it in real time. And so that's the experience that I want to bring to you and share with you. So the modalities and tools that I use to clear my experience with misophonia, they can be used in so many areas of life. Before exclusively supporting people with misophonia, my coaching efforts were more focused on spiritual life and mindset coaching. So I worked with a lot of different people. And through those modalities and techniques, I've been able to improve so many areas of my life over the last six, seven years. And last night, I had this dream. I actually woke up from this dream this morning of recording this. 
and I was back at the car wash that I used to work at for several years when I was in college. And I think because my mind sometimes entertains the idea of going back to that job and and doing it better and doing it better, the actual like functions of the job, I did really well. I won associate of the year. I went into management. I, I later demoted myself. It was just too much of a commitment. I think I talked about that in another episode, but in terms of the actual function of the job, I did that very well, but I probably wasn't the most fun, happy, optimistic person to be around. So when I say I have an idea of going back and doing it better, what I mean is being a better version of myself and being better for all of my coworkers and the people who had to work with me and just allowing them to see a softer side of me, a happier side, a more optimistic side. And that's because there are a few coworkers whom I just really care for. I love them. I think they're amazing human beings. And whether they know it or not, they were pivotal in me really in me really becoming the best version of myself. They helped me see things in a different way. They introduced me to new perspectives. They always had my back. They were there for me. And so sometimes I do find my mind entertaining this idea of what if I could go back and and be better for them? Because I don't work with them anymore and I don't really see most of them anymore. And so they'll never get to see that side of me. So of course I know this won't happen. I have no plans to return to the car wash. They're not working there anymore. But because I've thought about it in my dreams, my mind thinks sometimes that it's something that can be done. And so in my dream last night, I was there again, back working at the car wash because I decided to get a part-time job to support myself financially as I built my business as a, as a misophonia rewiring coach. And in the dream, I was this better version of myself, surrounded by some of my old coworkers, particularly the ones who I wish could see me now, you know, and and I, I wish they could have experienced a better side of me because they were so helpful, you know, to me. I wish I could have been the same for them. So I was surrounded by some old coworkers, some new ones, and it was a really strange experience because on one hand, I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm being a better me for myself and those around me. Like, yes, finally. And on the other hand, in the dream, I like as I as I was in that experience, I was like, this had better be a dream. I better not really be back here working at this freaking car wash. And in this dream, I remember actually looking for the schedule on the wall to see how many shifts would interfere with coaching and working with clients. I was really nervous. I basically would like kept thinking to myself, why would you get yourself stuck in another job? Like, why are you doing this? All this is doing is distracting from your mission and, and taking away from your ability to, to help other people. So for a little bit of a background story, in mid-December, so by the time this episode comes out, it'll be about a month, a month ago, 11 days before Christmas, my position at my nine to five job was eliminated. So I got let go, fired, laid off, however you want to refer to it, doesn't matter to me. And it was surprising the way that it was done, but it wasn't totally shocking that that decision was made. Because I had been made aware that my position might be eliminated. So just for a little bit of information, I was the only person in this company who worked on a salary. 
everyone else worked on commission. So even if the company did less in sales, those who were on commission, the company wasn't losing anything because they only got paid if they brought in money. But for me being a support person, if the company made less money, my the expense of my salary was still the same, regardless of, of how many, you know, how much money we were bringing in. So I had an idea that this could happen. I had an idea that they wanted to eliminate expenses and I put expenses in air quotes because obviously I am a, as a human being and not an expense, but on paper, my salary was an expense. So when I was fired, I was told, you know, it's nothing you did wrong. You've done a great job. We would love to help you find something else, et cetera, et cetera. And yet after this explanation, which was given to me 30 minutes before the end of my workday, what would have been my workday, I was packing up my entire office and basically my existence with that company was just gone. <laughs> so everything I had done, it's like in 30 minutes, office was cleaned out. I was gone. It was done. And I remember in my office, as I was boxing things up, I was frantically trying to like sort through paperwork, think of projects that I was in the middle of. I was putting post-it notes on everything. I was labeling stuff. I was texting people like, make sure so-and-so gets this. And, you know, I was, I was trying to give this company the best chance of moving forward without being totally screwed by eliminating my position. And this was after I was literally just let go. I was still trying to set them up for success. And this also happened just two hours before a live training that I was hosting that more than a hundred people had registered for. So needless to say, I was in a bit of a, a bit of shock for, for sure. And on the drive home, when I parked my car, you know, in front of my house before taking all my stuff inside, I called my fiance because I didn't want him to, we have a doorbell camera. And so if he got that alert and for whatever reason happened to check, like, oh, maybe it's a package or something. I didn't want him to be confused when he saw me basically carrying my entire office inside. So I called him and, and kind of explained what happened. And then after I got done carrying all of my shit inside, I basically looked up and I said, okay, universe, I'm ready for the challenge. And I told myself that I would process what happened later because I wanted to be the best I could be for this training that I was hosting. I mean, people were depending on me. This was a free training for people who experienced misophonia. And so I kind of put this experience on a shelf somewhere in the back of my mind and just went into the membership fully focusing on what it was that I was there to do. And thankfully, it went really well. I heard from several people that they would have had, they had no idea that something like that could have just happened. They were, they really appreciated the training. They got a lot of, a lot of value from it. So thankfully, it went really well. And, you know, use that training to, to launch into my membership. And we have a really amazing growing community there. So the training went well. And then after that training, that night, I took some time to, to cry, to express sadness. I talked things over with Doug. I called one of my good friends. And then the next day, I think I slept until like 11. <laughs> and then when I got out of bed, I got to work because I knew, okay, I'm a full-time entrepreneur once again. I had done it once in my life before and I knew, okay, here we go again. Knowing that December was going to be my last paycheck. I was not going to have any kind of consistent income going into 2024. 
And I did make sales in 2023 in my business, but the expenses outweighed the sales. So in 2023, I lost money in my business and I was okay with this. And I'm still okay with this because my mission is so strong that I was okay with losing money to execute it and taking on some debt to make it happen. But now going into 2024, I don't have a nine to five income to support the loss in my business. It's, it's not as easy to financially justify <laughs> losing money in my business. And that is scary. And that was scary. At the same time, though, pursuing another job isn't in the cards for me because it takes a lot of time and money and effort to coach and more importantly, to coach effectively. There are a ton of coaches out there in the virtual world. Some are certified and trained, some are not. Some people just decide that they want to coach and so they just offer their services. And another job or career would only interfere with what it takes to really actually be a good coach and a coach who gets results. So I've talked a little bit about this before, but there's a lot that goes into serving people who experience misophonia. And yes, I've cleared it for myself, but that experience alone isn't enough to help other people. Because yes, I experienced misophonia and yes, I cleared it, but we all experience misophonia a bit differently. And the modalities and the techniques, different things work for different people. And people's minds process information differently. They place value and focus on different things. And so as a coach, just basing something off of your own experience isn't enough to then get other people results. So for example, someone who landed a six-figure job, just because they have a six-figure job does not then make them qualified to then help anyone else get a six-figure job. There's a lot more that goes into coaching. It's really about understanding which modalities are going to have the most impact, what's going to be most useful, asking the right questions, being able to pivot and adjust when things aren't working. There's so much that goes into it, and it's something that I take very seriously. So a lot of my time is dedicated to the trainings and the certifications that I'm pursuing. So rapid resolution therapy, that training takes a lot of time and a lot of commitment. There are some training videos where it takes me like a week or two to get through just one video because it's such like an abstract high level modality that it really requires focus and practice to really grasp it. And so that training, that certification will probably, I'll be working on that well into 2025, I assume. I'm also in this next level coaching program that is a business mentorship. So it helps me understand how can I structure my offers? How can I market them to really attract the most aligned clients? How can I make sure that when people decide to spend their money to work with me, that they're truly getting the best experience? How can I cultivate that environment? How can I structure the the skills and the trainings and the modalities in a way that's going to be most effective? I'm also participating in this program called Awaken Your Intuition. And it's all about really strengthening, in the name of the program, your intuition. And 
intuition plays a big part, a big role in in how I coach because it, it requires a lot of trust in yourself and relying on kind of this inner wisdom and, and ha- being making sure that your mind is able to follow a thread that is going to be most useful for that specific client. So yes, there's some objective skills and things you can learn. And also when you're in that moment, when you're with a client, when you're on a call, you do have to be able to really trust and rely on your intuition to know how to guide that session in a way that's going to be most useful for that client. You can't really use a copy and paste formula for everyone because like I said earlier, we all respond to different things. And so yes, you have this training. Yes, you've practiced it. Yes, you have a toolbox, but you still have to know which tools to use for that specific interaction. So committing to that program. Also, I got my mindset certifications with Yes Supply and they have some new certifications that are available. So working through those this year, spending the time to onboard and train. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Um, pop filter. Sorry if you heard that. Taking time to actually onboard and train a new VA. She's been amazing so far. Networking with other people in the industry. So other coaches and also other people who have had success in clearing misophonia for people. So really expanding that network and and sharing ideas and figuring out what works and what doesn't. It takes time to obviously create the programs to implement your feedback. Working with one-on-one clients in Telegram, that voiced and text support, that requires a lot of time because again, you are walking someone through their own unique individual experience. So they have the material in the programs that I offer and then in Telegram, we really figure out, okay, how can we customize this for you and your experience? Which resources are going to be the most valuable for you and how can you implement them? So spending the time in Telegram and I go all out for my clients. So that's that's a lot of my time. I have a one-on-one client this quarter and intend on having some more this year. The The free trainings that I host, obviously putting together the training, actually taking the time to host it, to put together the slides. There's all the things on the back end. So the email sequences to make sure you get what you need to join us for the training. There's so much that goes into it. And then of course, all of the expenses like Kajabi to host my programs and my courses, to host my podcast, Squarespace for my website, Zoom to host meetings, obviously paying for the work that my VA is doing, which has been amazing. Paying for a Canva subscription, the music for my meditations and resources, paying for a system so that we can create these amazing workbooks, paying for my certifications and the trainings. There's You get the idea, right? There's so much that goes into being able to coach and to do so effectively. And so when I was in this dream back at the car wash, I remember feeling like, why did I do this to myself? Why did I get myself trapped, stuck in a job? Because I want the time available to really dedicate to helping others. So I've had several people ask me, you know, Brooklyn, what's next? Or how is the job search going? Not just several people asking me, but several people asking me more than once. Like, okay, where are you going from here? What are you going to do? And the fact is, I'm not looking for another job. I'm playing all out and diving all into this mission to support as many people as possible and lessening the suffering they experience from misophonia through unconscious reprogramming. 
And as I've already laid out, that takes commitment. And that's what getting fired has allowed me to do, is to focus 100% on this mission and opening the capacity for me to serve this community. If this happened for me a few years ago, I surely would have spiraled. I would have been worried about not having enough. I would have been worrying about the what ifs and the worst case scenarios and just putting all of my energy and attention there. But now, because of the work I've done over the years, I have the faith and the gumption and the resilience to follow my intuition, to follow my gut, to follow this mission and this passion. And like I said, my position and being let go, being eliminated, it wasn't, I wasn't eliminated, but my position being eliminated, it wasn't a total shock. Because earlier in the year, I got a a promotion and a raise. So it was a little weird going from that to then being let go in in a span of a few months. However, the company initially... Um, a few months before I was fired, they wanted my role to shift to something much different and essentially said that if I didn't shift into that role, they weren't sure if there would be a place for me at the company. Like I said, they were working on cutting expenses and I accepted this news and I let them know that I wasn't interested in the new role. It wasn't what I was hired for. It, it wasn't a skill set that I wanted to really tap into or learn. It was just a completely different job, basically. And so I figured that my days were numbered with with the company. But then after that discussion, and I told them, hey, I'm not interested in this position, they told me very clearly that they had changed their mind and they wouldn't be cutting me. And if they did, they would give me plenty of notice. So I was still a bit skeptical, but I felt a bit more security. And I thought that maybe I, I had more time with with that company because I did not apply for this job that I had. I was actually recruited away from where I was working to work for this company. And so I took the job because I was really passionate about what I was doing for them and expanding their impact and I I, I saw myself there for at least like 2 to 3 years at least. And so after this confusion, you know, of hey, we might have to let you go. No, we're definitely going to keep you to, okay, yeah, you're gone. After this confusion and and before eventually being fired, I attended a, a business event in California. And at this event, I made a huge, we're talking like thousands of dollars, a huge financial commitment in my business. And I joined this next level coaching experience with my mentor. And a few weeks after that commitment, we had our orientation call and we scripted our breakthrough year for 2024, what we wanted to create going into the new year. And one of the things that I wrote was I left my nine to five in February. Because again, I knew that the writing was on the wall and that my days were probably numbered there. I didn't realize how soon I would be let go. But I knew that my days were numbered and I also knew that I didn't want to branch out and get another job after I was eventually let go from this one. I wanted to become a full-time entrepreneur once again now that I was really aligned and passionate about what I was doing with my business and who I was serving. And so the plan was to build the business up as I was continuing to work there. And 
it, it, was, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of effort because I was essentially working. My hours were more like nine to four. So I was working this job and then I was coming home and working like another two to four hours at night on my business and most of the weekends. So a lot of my time was dedicated to basically working, whether in my business or whether at this nine to five. And so I wrote down in my 2024 year, I left my nine to five in February. Well, I manifested a little too close to the sun because I was fired just 24 hours after writing that breakthrough year script. So I wrote down, I left my nine to five in February, 24 hours later, I was fired. So wild how that happens, right? So uh, to sum up, I had just made a huge investment in my business. I was fired from my job. I cleaned my office out in less than 30 minutes. I was about to host a training that more than 100 people signed up for. I had no paycheck going into the new year. Christmas was just 11 days away and I'd purchased a bunch of presents, as you do. And we have a wedding coming up in April, which is a huge expense. I had every excuse and every reason to spiral the fuck out. And no one would have blamed me. When I was being fired, the only question I asked in this conversation, because when I was hearing the words, one, I was a bit in shock, and two, I was just like, okay, this is happening, I'm accepting this, this isn't a total shock. The only thing I said, though, was just this question. Is there a reason that today is my last day and I'm gone and done in 30 minutes? That was it. Because being fired itself wasn't hugely upsetting or shocking, but the way that they did it is what really hurt and what really stood out to me. So that was it. That was the only question I asked and then I was out of there. And yeah, I did rant a bit afterwards and I cried and I processed after the training that night. And then I decided I made a conscious decision because unconscious mind was still freaking the fuck out. Like, what the hell are we going to do? I made a conscious decision that this would be the biggest blessing of 2023. I decided to lean into what's possible rather than what I had, again in air quotes, lost. Because causing a scene, expressing anger or crying over how it's not fair or I didn't deserve that, that wasn't going to get me anywhere. Because the facts of the situation would be the same. I have an investment to pay back. I don't have a traditional job. I just bought a bunch of Christmas gifts. And I didn't turn a profit in my business in 2023. Those facts are the same whether I cry about them or not. Still the same scenario. But by wallowing in self-pity, that's only going to invite more self-pity. It's only going to bring me more things that are out of alignment. All it would do is lower my frequency and bring me more crappy shit. So making a conscious decision to see how this is happening for me rather than to me is how I look at the majority of things in my life. There are still some old patterns that I'll spiral into, but I would say 85% of the things that happen, it's okay, this is happening for me. What am I going to take away from this? Because this perspective, this shift, keeps me in the driver's seat 
rather than getting run over by the truck. When I'm in the driver's seat, I'm a lot more likely to see all of the opportunities in front of me. I'm, a, I'm able to see the different paths that I can take, the different signs. I can see those. Whereas if I'm in the passenger seat, just like playing a game on my phone, looking down the whole time, I'm not going to see everything that's available to me. I have had several people who told me that they can't believe how well I handled everything that happened last month. Even the person who let me go apparently said that I handled it very professionally. Now, I did have some fun. I poked some fun at how things happened, and I I made some reels as kind of my coping mechanism. But in reality, this is happening for me. I can think that it's lame the way that it happened. I can think the timing of it sucked. And also... I can see that I've manifested this all along the way. 2024 is a year I'm entering knowing that my focus is and will be 100% in serving the Misophonia community. As far as, obviously, business and working goes, I have a life (laughs) outside of coaching, but you know what I mean? Like, my life's work is 100% focused on serving this community. I get to put energy into the things that really light me up and give me energy back. I get to grow the Let's Ditch Misophonia community. I get to launch my signature program, Rewire Misophonia at the Source, in a new and more effective way. And I get to work, now I have the capacity to work with one-on-one clients by request. I'm leaving behind the self-pity, the self-doubt, the fears for my survival or anything else because those fears served a purpose. They showed me what's possible. They showed me what I truly desire and they pushed me into a new reality faster than I would have gotten, you know, faster than I would have gotten here if I wasn't pushed off the cliff. And also in this new level, these things no longer serve me. So they're gone. Now let's be clear, new fears will pop up. That's how the human existence works. But those fears that pushed me off the cliff, those are gone because they served their purpose. They got me here. And now it's really diving into this next level. So if you've been listening to this podcast, if you've maybe attended a free training with me and you're wondering, is Brooklyn just another one of those coaches on social media that coaches coaches? No. (laughs) Coaching isn't a quick buck. Coaching isn't a convenient side hustle for me. Coaching is my life's work. I've dramatically improved my own life since discovering the power of unconscious reprogramming, and it is in my bones, it is in my DNA to help others do the same. And finding my passion through coaching adults with misophonia is the most rewarding form of coaching I've ever done. Through rewiring old patterns and beliefs that weren't serving me, I've been able to manifest some incredible things. Obviously, of course, clearing my misophonia. That's how you got to this podcast. And also amazing trips to places like Egypt. Iceland, all over the U.S. We're going to Ireland and Scotland this year for our honeymoon. Places that have been on my bucket list for 
years. I'm in a beautiful relationship with a partner who is willing to put in the work. And believe me, we put in some work. You probably heard some of that in the previous episode where I had my interview with Doug. I have my absolute dream job as a coach, as a full-time coach. I have manifested some absolutely soul-aligned friendships. I have probably a million houseplants. I never used to be able to keep plants alive, and now they're everywhere. I have beautiful animals who, yes, are my children. I'm one of those people. I'm not ashamed. I'm happier, healthier, and more aligned at 27 years old going on 28 next month than 17-year-old me would have ever imagined was possible. So yes, I am here to support you in lessening the suffering you experience from misophonia, and these tools and modalities can help you improve so many areas of your life. I approach things holistically, approaching life from all angles, and that's why my coaching works. I am coaching because I can't not do it. I think even in a previous episode, I said something about how you couldn't pay me to not coach, which there's literally evidence of that because in 2023, I had the salary for my nine to five and I was losing money by coaching. I was bringing home less of the income for my nine to five because I was coaching and yet I still do it. Because I can't not do it. I love it. I have to do it. So if you're suffering from misophonia now, if life isn't quite what you'd like it to be, if I can go from broke, depressed, anxious, not really much of a will to live, to where I am now, that means it is absolutely possible for you to. It has to be, and it is. So if you'd like to work with me in 2024, here's how you can do it. There's a couple ways. You can join the Let's Ditch Misophonia community. That is a lower ticket investment. It's a monthly membership where we have monthly Q&A, or we have a monthly Q&A call We'll likely, as the membership grows, we'll probably add in an extra one just to accommodate for all of the different time zones. Because like I said, I coach people from all over the world, I think at least eight different countries so far, which is really cool. So we have a monthly Q&A call, and then we have resources in the Kajabi portal that you'll get access to where you can really begin and implement the reprogramming work to help you lessen the the severity of your experience of misophonia. And then you'll also be put into a Facebook group where you can network with people who quite literally know exactly what you're going through because obviously we all experience misophonia a little bit differently, but these are the people who aren't gonna tell you that you're crazy, it's all in your head. These are the people who, who know what it is that you're experiencing. So the link for that is in the show notes. All of these links will be in the show notes. You can also join my signature eight-week coaching program, the comprehensive training, Rewire Misophonia at the Source. It walks you through my entire six-step roadmap to relief. And like I said, I'm gonna be launching that again this year in a different and more effective way. So I'm really excited about that. 
And also I do offer one-on-one coaching and that's by request only. So it's not really something that I market or advertise, but if you're like, hey, I think I'd like to, to coach with you, there's a link in the show notes to apply for that. And you don't have to experience misophonia to work with me one-on-one. This is a a life and success coaching container. If you do experience misophonia though, you will move to the top of the list because of course my focus is serving the misophonia community. And this is a three-month container. You have four two-hour calls with me. You get telegram support throughout the entire three months together. That's voice and text support. And it's the most intimate container to get the support you need to really ditch the patterns and beliefs that aren't working and implement the things that will support you in creating more of what you love in your life. So again, check the show notes for all of the links and I'm so excited to continue building this community with you going into 2024. Like I've said, I've I've been able to coach people all over the world and get them results that they once thought were impossible. I'm here to help you lessen your trigger sounds, alleviate the suffering you've experienced, and create more joy in your life. And when we do that together, we then get to shine this light of hope and possibility for others too. And you may think, oh, well, I'm just one person. How is is me creating relief for myself going to benefit anyone else? Every action we take has a ripple effect. And we may never know what that effect is. Sometimes we do, sometimes we won't. But it does have an effect. So thank you genuinely, sincerely so much for listening to this podcast. Obviously, I couldn't fulfill this mission and do what I love to do without you. You can't really coach if there's no one to coach. So (laughs) thank you for listening to this podcast and let's crush 2024. Um, I know it's just an arbitrary thing, you know, the new year, but it does give us an opportunity to reflect on what we want to create more of and what we're going to leave behind. So thank you so much. And of course, I'll keep you updated on my journey along the way throughout this year. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I couldn't do this without your support, so be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Doing so helps others find this podcast and start their journey to relief too. And of course, if you'd like to continue working with me, always check the show notes for the latest updates on the programs I offer, and you can visit rewiremisophonia.com. Catch you in the next episode.